The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. There are 24 hours in every day. 1,440 minutes. 86,400 seconds. And we still have trouble squeezing all this glorious sports talk in. Have you thought about maybe sleeping less? This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Sports Grid Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Is it level three already? Indeed it is. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. The pistol players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. Thanks to uh, Julio Rosario for joining us. Teddy Covers. No more guests uh, for this evening. Just rage. Uh, a lot of stuff to get to, actually. We're talking about the Olympic basketball rosters. Uh, right now, we're just talking a little bit about the um, the ticket uh, prices for the Euro final here between Italy and England. And you know what? It's actually not that bad. I know it is and it isn't, but what do you expect, man? It's England versus Italy in the Euro Championship. Two soccer-mad countries. There's 741 tickets left right now on one of the big-time secondary markets, Combo, which I guess is the biggest one in England. Uh, cheapest ticket to get in a building right now, 3,093 euros. So it's euro prices. 3,093 3, euros. I guess the euros dropped a little bit, so it's not that bad. 3,093 euros is $3,660 U.S. And I remember Scott Wetzel's always talking. I wouldn't bet American money on that. It's like, dude, like, what you, if you, you want to talk about something more valuable, use euros. <laughs> All right? Euros are worth more. I guess they're falling apart over there. So um, it's not that bad. I would pay. I'm not even in England or in Italy, Fed. I would pay. Like, um... If I was in, if I was living in London right here and I was I was a degenerate gambler and stuff once in a lifetime type of game, pretty crazy stuff. Like uh, that man, that's gonna be nuts, man. That's gonna you know, the the atmosphere, the intensity. It's just there's a lot of pressure on England, lot of pressure on England, man. And I don't know. I don't think they can screw Italy in the same way they screwed Denmark. And let's be clear, they screwed Denmark. The only thing is, listen, England were the better side. I totally get it. You know, football and uh, and soccer and, and hockey, etc. 
It's all the same. It really is. Offside, goalies, defense, midfield, centers, strikers, whatever. It's all the same crap, right? One of you on skates, you're on, you got cleats on the field. It's funny, too, because a lot of people would say, I tweet, tweet that out, and people say, hockey is nothing like soccer. And it's always people that don't even know how to skate that say that, that have never played hockey before. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's never, so same like with Ron McClain. Oh, how did Ron McClain not ask about the Chicago Blackhawks? It's funny, I didn't see one person that works in TV say that he should have asked, right? Bunch of people that like, I love it. Everyone's an expert in everything now. I love it. I love it. It's like, uh, you know what? If you, if, you got, if you need medical advice, don't go to a doctor. What are you, stupid? You go to a hospital. This is a hospital. You know who's at hospitals? Bunch of people with degrees and stuff like that. Bunch of people that studied for like 20 years in a field. Right? You don't want to deal with them. If you need medical advice, you go to Facebook or Twitter. Go to a YouTube chat room. They'll tell you everything you need to know. I'll tell you that Ben Simmons is a, uh, I don't know, for lack of a better word, a twat. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, Mean Gene. And speaking of the macho man, Randy Savage, although I do a pretty bad macho man, Randy Savage. I actually wanted to get into macho man, Randy Savage a little bit. Last night, guys, I watched these wrestling shoot videos, all right? And... Um, not all of them and stuff, but I like some of the old guys. And, you know, one sort of goes into another. And I, I was always a big Greg the Hammer Valentine fan. We've got to get him on the show, actually. Should get more wrestling guests on the show. I'm not talking about Kurt, you know, wrestling stories and stuff. But um, I tweeted it out today. But i got to be honest with you. I never knew what a nut job Macho Man was. I knew that whatever, you know, he's a wrestler. He's a star. But he was, like, crazy, crazy. Like, crazy, crazy. Um, sort of like Conor McGregor, like thinks he's crazy, but yeah, you know, Macho Man was like crazy, crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of Conor as well, we'll get into that. You guys see today, we'll get the clip actually. We'll get that ready for a little bit later on, Matthias. He he drops an S bomb late in it, so I don't know. Now take it out if you can, or like, uh, or we'll fade it right before. I'll show. We'll, we'll you know, take a look at it. You'll see. So there was a dude in a pink suit today at the press conference for the UFC. Some guy in a pink suit. And the press conference wasn't really a press conference. It was like WrestleMania or something. I don't know what the hell they were doing. It wasn't even fans, supposed media, but like these guys were like, I don't know where these media people were. You could see John Morgan next to the guy looking ashamed and embarrassed, like kind of thing, right? Ariel Hawani tweeted out that it was a spectacle and embarrassment, the press conference today. And some dude in a pink suit, I actually liked it because I don't like Connor. So... Some guy in a pink suit with whatever media outlet he's with, he goes, Connor, since Barack Obama was president, you've won one fight. <laughs> and Connor lost it, man. It was, it was good stuff. And Poirier's on the stage laughing his ass off. And Connor's like, who the hell are you? Right? Like, uh, Connor got rattled. And I'll tell you what, you know. And did you see that video, too, earlier in the week about, like, there were, like, 10,000 people outside a restaurant or something for Connor McGregor? Like, yeah, that wasn't set up. That was more set up than the Stooges, like, watching Trump go down the escalator. Conor McGregor did an interview with Stephen A. Smith. Hard-hitting. Let's rock. <laughs> Bring it. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. Maybe I'll go down to the track, put it all on a horse. Why don't you put it in the bank? Bank? This is found money. I want to parlay it. I want to make a big score. Oh, you mean you want to lose it. <laughs> Late night anger management class, this is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Ramsey. Phoenix Suns up two games to none. Devin Booker's killing it, man. The kid's coming on right now. I'm a little bit worried. We got Chris Paul for the MVP. <laughs> we need Booker to chill out a little bit. Chris Paul had another great game tonight. But Booker really went off. And I'm just looking at Booker's all-time numbers right now. And the kid is, like, joining some elite uh, company. It's funny because he, he somehow he didn't make the, uh, the all-star game. Uh, but he really is uh, making... Uh, making history right now and he is going to the Olympics. We're talking about the Olympic rosters a little bit. FanDuel, good job. I actually didn't know. And it's a kind of a gray area. Well, you know, I don't know. Like when it comes to the Olympics and betting, in which there's some events that like the state commissions, gaming commissions won't allow. Right? But like team stuff they do and I don't know, they got track and field up. Like right now FanDuel's got men's basketball. They've got uh, men's three-on-three basketball is in the Olympics. Men's three-on-three is in the Olympics. Serbia are the favorites. Plus 150, Latvia, the Russian Olympic Committee. I guess what, Russia's not allowed to be called Russia still? Well, that shows him. Uh, You can bet on uh, rugby, (laughs) men's rugby. Fiji are the favorites. New Zealand, plus 250. USA, Australia, Great Britain. What else we got here? Got some track and field. Uh, metal specials. You can bet on all kinds. Dude, it's up. It's coming. And you know what? I'm gonna be, we bet on all this stuff. I love this stuff. I love betting on this stuff that we know nothing about. <laughs> it's like, all right, all right, um, who's going to win the most gold medals? Um, so USA medals, metal specials. USA total gold medals, 43 and a half. 43 and a half. Australia, total gold medals, 12 and a half. China, 36 and a half. You know what? Without, I'm just saying this without, you know, whatever. Like, China at 36 and a half. Think about it. It's in Japan, right? They're all big rivals. They all hate each other, right? Japan hates China. Japan, China, and South Korea all hate each other. This is big time for them. China don't play around when it comes to this stuff now. China's trying for world dominance. Financial, military, space, um, everything. Science, research and development. These guys, did you know that China's laid laid more pavement in the last, like, five years than America has in its history? Like, type stuff, like, they're nut jobs. You know what I mean? So, to them... The Olympics really matter. And also, think about it. Like, during the pandemic and stuff, think about all, like, the athletes in North America and in Europe whose routines were screwed up. Everything's kind of weird and stuff. 
you know in China, man, these guys, they've been plowing through everything, right? These guys, like, cheat and try more than Tom Brady. And speaking of Tom Brady, I got a note. We got some notes about Tom Brady, too, I wanted to get to. I brought it up earlier, and I didn't even realize the, the depth of it. And I, we, we looked a little deeper, and I actually found a tweet about it. It's pretty insane as far as Brady is concerned. It gets kind of annoying. Uh, so, yeah, total gold medals. Like I said, I'm willing to blindly just say, yeah, China's probably going to win a lot of gold medals. Right? <laughs> USA as well. But, you know, there's going to be pressure on them out there in Japan and stuff. It's, it's a weird environment. Great Britain, 14 and a half team gold medals. I hate to pick on the Brits, but you guys aren't winning 15 gold medals, are you? What's Canada? Canada, total gold medals. It's probably going to be like six and a half or something. I mean, FanDuel doesn't have Canada. They got Spain at five and a half. They're not going that low. Netherlands. Netherlands are good at cycling. I'll tell you guys what, if you're into this Olympic betting stuff, Sports Illustrated is very good for it. I don't know if they still are, you know what I mean? Like, you know, budget cuts, right? But... Like, over the years, the Sports Illustrated Olympic preview, because let's be real, I mean, I, I can't. How the hell am I, 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 you know, am I supposed to tell you, oh, yeah, yeah, you know what, she did this at the swim meet in the Pac-12 in, in, in July. Would it impress you? Can you name one swimmer, uh, Matthias? Who's the big swimming star for the Team U.S. women's team? I do not know that, dude. Can't answer that Come question on. for you. Come on, man. Oh, the big guys. About, let's talk about Michael Phelps. <laughs> yeah, Michael Phelps. You see? <laughs> Ryan Lochte. How about Ryan Lochte? Maybe he's a. Uh, he's he's doing that guy. Things. That guy's a bigger. He's a bigger douche than Ben Simmons is. <laughs> At least Ben yeah, Simmons is. isn't filing false police reports. Katie <laughs> Ledecky. Thank you. There, there you go. That's her, Katie Ledecky. Katie Ledecky, or um, I don't know if it's her her uncle or something, owns the New York Islanders. I saw I, I saw a feature on Katie Ledecky. She said she was uh, cheering for the the Islanders. Yeah, she's a hell of a swimmer, Katie Ledecky. I'll bet on her. <laughs> I know that. Um, but I love this stuff, man. You know, you bet on man. I remember in the last Olympics, I had a lot of money on the uh, on the archery. <laughs> I'm watching the archery, Matthias, and I literally didn't know whether I won or lost. I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm like, I don't know if I got that chick. I'm like, did that hit? Where did it hit? And like the scores are coming in. And I think I won. Like, I'm like, bullseye. I'm like, man. I'm like, this chick's killing it, man. She's, she can't miss. And uh, then I find out they're like, no, no, no. They accumulate the best shots of, of the day or whatever. And I ended up losing by like a 0.00000 whatever like I don't even understand the scoring system basically and I'm like whatever I didn't win and I lost like in the closest possible fashion but yeah, I'm looking forward to betting on this stuff you know women's futures women's basketball USA minus 700 three on three women's basketball against France China that three on three stuff is different women's softball this is the lock. This is the lock. Women's softball. How the hell is anyone going to beat the USA in women's softball? You got, I guess, Japan, huh? Yeah, Japan. USA are minus 210. Japan are plus 200. Canada, plus 850. Australia, 14 to 1. Mexico, 18 to 1. Italy. USA are minus 210 to win the women's softball gold medal.
I'm going to dig in. I'm going to start studying up on this three-on-three stuff. I've bet on three-on-three basketball before, but I'm, you know, I don't know the Olympic rosters and stuff like that. And it's interesting that the men, uh, USA, don't even have a three-on-three team. The women do, but the you men didn't qualify. They're really good in, like, the Lithuania and those type of countries or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And those sort of – it's big. The three-on-three stuff is big there. they got pro leagues there. How did All right, so not eight, qualify for that? I think that's like the most disappointing thing is watching, is seeing that the, the USA men's pass, the USA men's didn't qualify, right, for the three on three? No, that's what I'm saying. You got a figure. Hard to believe you couldn't find three dudes that would be good that could do this, right? Like, you couldn't just find like three really good players. Say, guys, listen, we're not going to be on it. We're not going to do the, the, we're not going to play with Beal and Tatum. Let's do it. Like, imagine, I Matthias, mean, imagine how fun it would have been. If, like, Durant, Irving, and Tatum or something said, yeah, we're in. We're doing a three-on-three. Us. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, LeBron, LeBron, Durant, and, like, three buddies. Le- Le- LeBron, Durant, and, you know, Kyrie Irving or something did this. It would be awesome. I don't know why they don't. You, I don't know. Like, they, number one, they don't because you got to qualify for real and stuff. And, and it's no joke. These other countries are really good at it. But it is surprising, isn't it? You're right. I've always felt the same way about um, about field hockey in Canada. <laughs> like, I never understand that. It's like Canadians like grow up with a stick in their hand. You play road hockey. You play ice hockey. You play roller hockey. What difference is field hockey? It's hockey on grass. It's the same damn sport except on grass. Except you suck at it. I don't understand. Late Night Anger Management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's not your wife, it's not your kids, it's not your neighbor, and it sure isn't your boss. Only we understand you. We are your friends. You're listening to The Winning Edge. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Hey, Brian. Care to place a wager? Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in three rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing, the actress, beating Mike Tyson, the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting Freddy took the same wager. I'm getting fired up here, man. People think, oh, you know, listen, it's only been, it's been 24 hours since the Stanley Cup finals are done. Uh, it was a hell of a ride uh, for the Montreal Canadiens. And uh, nothing but positive vibes right now. Although, something else I want to get to you guys. Can, can you believe this? Yeah, I don't know how many of you guys uh, saw the story. I tweeted it out, but it was right before the show. Can't make this up, man. Can't make this Well, you can't because Montreal is a... Um, Montreal is like theft central. Right? Like, Dale, man, Montreal like is the leader in, um, in car theft in North America. Like, more than New York City. <laughs> like, think about that. 
Because basically there's a port, and the port is very crooked and, like, uh, paid off and bought for in Montreal, right? So what they do is they steal the car, they steal the cars, and they take them right to the port. Bing, and they go right on the containers, right? And they just stack the containers, and then they ship them off to, uh, to, to other countries, and they resell the cars in other countries. Uh, that non-extraditable, like, basically, like, you know, Iran. Iran's a big one. Uh, Iran, the Middle East, um, you know, Russians, you know, whatever, like, whoever, whoever can pay them off, right? So anyways, so, uh, yeah, Brandon Gallagher, you know, so Montreal Canadiens, Gallagher, guy played his heart out, he couldn't buy a break, right? Got dropped on his head, played, he saw, like, tore his groin, played through, I don't know, this guy had, like, 18 injuries, right? Like, real, you know, he's the heart and soul of the team, and um, he took it really hard after the game last night, right? So... I, you know, me, I haven't even read everything and soaked it all up just because it's kind of sad and stuff. But what I, what I saw, what I did read, and what I saw was that uh, Shea Weber, Shea Weber and Gallagher took it the hardest after. Like that um, Weber was like devastated and um, Gallagher was like took it really hard in the room type thing after the game. And Kerry Price being, you know, who he is. Carey Price told them, I'm sorry, guys. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, he, you know, basically Carey, like, feels bad that he couldn't do more, but he, he couldn't do anything more. Carey, it was not, not your fault. So, anyway, so Gallagher gets back home. They robbed his house when he was gone. They robbed his con. They robbed him. Came back, everything was gone. You, you believe that? Real hardcore fans, man. I hope they catch the people that did that and like, uh, you know, like that. You know, it's hard. It's hard to catch people with this stuff, right? And Montreal is a very, like I said, people are like Montreal. Like it's a very, it's a lot of crime in Montreal. It's not a like dangerous, violent city. It's a more of a like theft city, right? But like I said, like it's called. Like you walk down the sidewalks in Montreal, and all it is is broken glass on the sidewalk. Right, of people smashing windshields, like <laughs> breaking into cars, like psh, psh. it's everywhere. It's literally like just this broken glass everywhere. And uh, so yeah, they broke into uh, they broke into Gallagher's house. He did a TikTok video, and he said, you know, poor guy too. He's, he looks he looks depressed. He's all beat up and stuff. Looks like a UFC fighter almost after a fight. He's all beat up, and he didn't say anything. It was like words. And there was like music playing about um, always stay positive. And he basically said, you know, when your Stanley Cup, uh, when your Stanley Cup dream is crushed, and you finally get home, and you've been robbed. <laughs> and he's eating a hamburger. And he's sort of like, you know, stay positive. And it's like, wow, that happens a lot. It happened, you know. I think someone did was a LeBron's house, like the Marta Rosen. Like it's a big thing in L.A. Like, the, it's, remember, if, in fact, there was a big crime. There was a syndicate in L.A. They were known for jacking and jamming celebrities' places while the celebrities were doing stuff, which I always thought was weird because I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, what? Like, if, if Meryl Streep's at the Oscars, it means no one's at her palace or mansion in Beverly Hills? Like, like you know what I mean? It's funny, like... But Gallagher, you know what I mean? I don't know. It sucks. It sucks. Like, 
Because if you're Gallagher, you got to think. Number one, is it random? Like, did someone just break? And it could have been. It actually really, really could have been. That's the thing. Like, I'm not kidding. Montreal, Montreal, like, is a break in an entry central. Like, listen, guys, I grew up in, an, in a neighborhood called NDG, all right? The letters, NDG for Notre Dame. Notre Dame de, de Grace, de, you know? So I grew up in a, in, in, in a neighborhood called NDG. There was a band, and, like, the theme song was a punk rock band. The theme song of the neighborhood was uh, instead of uh, Born in the USA, I was born in NDG, did my first B&E at the age of three, <laughs> I was born in NDG, and then the words get a little bit more graphic, so basically, kids grow up singing about breaking into things you know, at three years old, did my first B&E at the age of three, right, so it really could have been random. Like, somewhat, it could have just been some kids, some team, whatever, and you know what I mean? It broke into Gallagher's place and didn't know, and you know? Or B, it's someone in his complex area that's evil and new. You know what? This guy's single. He's in Tampa right now. I mean, he's on TV. You know what I mean? And then they broke into his place, one or the other. But either way, it sucks for Gallagher. And, you know, you have your, your, your privacy if you dated like that. Listen, I've, I've done stupid things when I was a kid myself. As I stated, I grew up in a bad neighborhood. And I've been on the other end of it, right? I've been on the other end of it. I told a story before where <laughs> I finished the race. I was, I was in a band and stuff with these crazy dudes. But I, I, and then I, it was early in my radio career, all right? And I was living in this place. It was before I moved. I moved out right after. So I'm living in this place. And, you know, the band, uh, who's that big band in there? Their big band. Simple Plan is there. So the band Simple Plan. And uh, these kids were like, they knew. I even told them, you got to get out of here, kids. Like, this place is getting crazy. Like, you know. So anyways, there were a lot of, like, bad people hanging around because we had a bunch of bands living in one place. And... Some of the bands were pretty big and stuff, right? Semi-big. Like, Simple Plan weren't big yet, but they were, they were getting there. They were about to be, right? They were writing that record. Like, that, their, hit, that, their first record was written in my living room. So, they were called Reset, though. And then they, they changed their name to Simple Plan, and then they became a big band. Uh, they, they, they signed a big deal and stuff. But anyway, so, you're going to get stragglers. And so, there was this dude, man. He was a nice guy, but he had a drug problem. And so I finished my radio show one night, and I'm walking down the street, right? <laughs> and I'm in the red light district, okay? So it's like, you know, it's like hookers and pimps and, like, street people. And, like, there's, there's this Burger King on the corner. And I look up, and I'm like, man, I, I, I'm like, nice jersey. I notice so there's this sort of hustler dude on the street, and he's got this nice Expos jersey. And I'm like, that's a nice jersey. I have the same jersey. And I look at it, I'm like, I have the exact same jersey, I'm thinking, right? I go into Burger King, and I used to have this Allen Iverson blue, like one of the alternate Allen Iverson jerseys. This is like 2003 era type thing, right? So, so I used to have this Allen Iverson jersey, and I'm in Burger King, and this like pimp crack dealer dude's got the same Iverson jersey. Right, so 
I look and I think to myself, I'm like, man, I got to change the way I dress, man. I'm like, I dress like a pimp crack dealer. <laughs> I'm like, so I don't even think like, so I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like, I got I to think about the way I'm dressing. I'm like, I'm like all these guys, all these hustlers on the street have the same clothes I do. So I go home, I go into my place stuff. It's like two in the morning, whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I go to bed. And, you know, whatever, don't notice anything. I go to bed. I wake up in the morning, and I used to have a bunch of cool shoes, like Air Jordans and, like, you know what I mean? I had these cool Michigan shoes, and like Jalen Rose, what I had all these cool stuff. So I had a bunch of shoes. So I woke up in the morning, and suddenly the light is on because there's a sunlight in my room and stuff. And I'm like, man, that's strange. I could have swore I had a box of shoes there. And I'm like, but I don't even think anything. And then I start looking around and I start look out the window again. And it's basically like everyone on the corner is wearing my clothes. <laughs> I clued in. I'm like, son of a, I'm like, oh my God, he sold my clothes. So I went out on the street and I went up to one of the dudes, man. And I'm like, yo, bro, man. I said, uh, I said, I, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm not, I'm not like, I don't, I'm not con trying to cause any trouble. These guys are like gangbangers and stuff. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm not trying to cause any problems or anything, man. But I'm just curious. I said, where'd you get that jersey from? The guy's still wearing it the next day. And he goes, what? And I said, I'm just asking. And he goes, why? And I said, well, I said, someone stole all my clothes and stole, sold them to you guys. I just wanted to make sure before I accuse him of this, right, and confront him. And he goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah. I described the guy. He goes, yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> I said, I said, what did he sell you for? And the guy tells me, like, he goes, I gave him two rocks for this. I gave him, like, a couple of rocks for that. And I'm like, he goes, I gave him 20 bucks for the, the Iverson jersey. And I'm like, really? Huh? And he had a Tim Raines jersey. And the guy's cool. He takes it off. He goes, you want it back? It's covered in blood and stuff already. I'm like, no, nah, we're good, bro. You can keep it. <laughs> Late night anger management class, bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I did a Simpsons personality test. Which Simpsons character are you? I was Mo. <laughs> I was surprisingly Mo. Uh, I thought I, I was hoping to be Krusty. I thought I'd, you know, I'm pretty similar to Krusty, but I, I got a lot of I got Mo in me. You know, though, who reminds me of Mo is Joey Odessa. Sometimes, like I, I swear to God, Joey Odessa is a real life uh, Mo. Mo Sislak. Hopefully, Joey's with us tomorrow. 
Um, Joey's, in, Joey's enjoying life. He's got a family and stuff. He's going to Disney World and Sea World and all that other world stuff. So I don't know. We'll see if Joey joins us tomorrow. So there was the, I don't even want to call it a press conference. It was more of a circus today. But that's what they want, right? They're trying to hype up, right? They got the circus tent up. Um, and, you know, something, too, about the UFC. You know, there was a, it happened over the weekend, I guess. And, you know, there's NBA, the NHL. I was on the road. I didn't even really realize this. So, Nagano's not the heavyweight champion anymore. <laughs> That's what we're doing now. That's what we're doing now. Man, I got to tell you, man, ever since the casino's been open here. <laughs> I've noticed. One thing, casino, one thing casinos do, man. Every time I look out the window in the casino, there's either there's, a, there's an ambulance, a cop car, or a Brinks truck with money. <laughs> That's what casinos are. <laughs> Cops and... <laughs> you hear that? I've heard that. you dead, right? I haven't heard it in six months, and I've heard it five times in the last four hours. No, no, you're dead right. Well, some of the windows are open today, so it's hot. Some of the windows are open. But uh, I swear to God, I'm always seeing flashing lights, Matthias. What the hell's going on? It's like, oh, I had a casino. <laughs> casino. I was actually going to suggest, you know, guys, maybe you should just leave a car outside front. You know I mean? Maybe people will try less things. Um, <laughs> it's pretty classic casino. It's not that bad. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. I'm thinking of going Saturday night. Um, speaking of which, we'll go after the fight Saturday night. Um, so, all right, so the, yeah, the press conference was real circus today. And um, somebody, like, basically, it wasn't a question. I don't know if this is staged, though. Was it staged? Like, who is this guy in the pink suit? So, basically, some dude in a pink suit asked Conor, McGreg- uh, Conor uh, this today. Roll, roll this here. Connor, right down here. Connor, question for you. You have won exactly one fight since Barack Obama was president. Connor, over a fighter, over the last six fights, this man sent you to a place where time doesn't exist six months ago. We want to know, why should anyone expect anything different on Saturday? It's one more, it's Look, one more fight I've won than your little sissy ass, your little funny part. Why should we expect anything different on Saturday? Connor, in all sincerity, why would it be any different on Saturday? He said he's just putting his hammers on, his heart at it. My boots been strapped for the last 10 years. I've been working my ass off. For- <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Connor, right that can't be real. I don't, I, don't, I don't think that could be real. Guy sounded like a pro wrestler. I think it is real, Gabe. I just think it's, an, I think it's some impersonator guy that just wanted to get under Connor's skin. And you're right, Gabe. That definitely did get under Connor's skin. He yeah, you can tell. Head off. Oh, yeah, he wanted to rip his head off. Absolutely. When Connor, he started stumbling, which he, he's off his game. That's why you know. Normally, Connor would be like, What? Who do you when he does this? Who do you you know? The, who do you have for you? Who the F you? Yeah, who do you have the? Uh, we could even say it. it's not even a swear word. He says he's so off, right? When he says it. Who the two is you? Who the two yeah, is you? Yeah, yeah, Fook, Fook. Uh, <laughs> so, 
which is not an answer. It's like took, took, right? Like so, same thing. So yeah, he goes up, but you can tell he was rattled. He's like, what? what? He's like, I have one more, one more, one more fight than you. Yeah, you skinny ass. He's like, <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't go into F-bombs and like stuff too. I don't know, like, and to me, I, I'm going to suggest, my guess is that that was staged. My take yeah. is that staged. The only thing, yeah. you know, my favorite part of the press conference was Connor actually getting up and seeing him grab... Dustin's hot sauce and throwing it out the crowd because that's like the one thing where I noticed that Dustin did not like that. Out of everything, yeah, 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 I know. <laughs> that's the one thing where he was like, "Damn it, I should have grabbed the hot sauce." The Why hot sauce. Grab it. The, yeah, 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 Dustin, get a bigger bottle, bro. It's a skinny little bottle he had there. What the hell was that? <laughs> Me too. I noticed. I saw that. I'm like, bro, I know you're trying to pimp your hot sauce here, but no one can even see it. Like, he should have came up with like. He should have came up with just a sign and said, suck it, Dana. I'm putting a sign up, like, whatever. It was just, it was too good. But, yeah, listen, listen to the guy. And listen, it's a work. It is. It's a wrestling work. It's fake. Like, it's set up. They're doing their, it's, it's set up. There's no way in hell. Dana didn't even look mad. They would have taken the mic away from this guy. And still to this moment right now, Matthias, I'm looking it up. No one knows who the guy is. So what you're telling me, no one, no one in MMA is like, oh yeah, that's the guy from that site. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's like, no, no, the pink suit guy. No one knows who he is. That's proof that it's set up. So what? Not one person in the MMA world knows who this guy is. And let's do roll it again. Roll it again. The guy rolls up in a pink suit. He's an actor. I'm telling you, this is crazy. They've gone this low and Connor, this far. Right down here. I, listen, Connor, sounds like a pro. You have won exactly one fight since Barack Obama was president. Put your mouth, I go down and smash you on out. Connor, over the last six fights, you little rabbit thinks you smash sent you to a place where time doesn't exist six As months if ago. this media guy's going to start we talking back. Why should anyone expect anything different on Saturday? It's one oh, well more, it's one more fight I won than your little sissy ass, <laughs> your little funny part. Why should we expect anything different on Saturday? Guys got better pipes than I did. Why would it be any different on Saturday? He said he's just putting his hammers on, his hard hat. My boots been strapped for this the last 10 years. Talking. I've been working my ass off. For... Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that's not real. It's one thing to have the balls to say that to Connor. Hey, you haven't won since Barack. What, are you a comedian? Who would even think of that? Like, what? You know who would think of that? A writer. A writer. Drop a Barack line. The pink suit, the Barack. John Morgan sitting next to him looking disgusted. No one, not one person has said, at, the guy doesn't even have a Twitter. So what? Oh, he's a media guy in the MMA, and he's got a question in to Conor McGregor, insulted Conor in front of 20,000 people live and millions uh, around the globe and online, and no one knows who he is? And listen to the guy's voice. He knocks you in the next week. Why will it be any different on Saturday night? All that was missing is July 11th, 10 p.m., pay-per-view. It was perfect. You know Couldn't what? have set it up. He even ended it with that. Why will it be any different? Listen to his voice. Why will it be any different? That's a pro. The guy's an actor. He's an actor. He's a pro. 
Barack Obama line. And listen, you notice too, guys? I'm telling you. Listen to how he didn't even crack the guy in the pink suit. Roll it again. He didn't crack at all. He kept talking through Connor. If he was a real guy, he would have been like, oh, my God, I just, I'm just i in the middle of a – guy's not nervous at all in the middle of a pit of Connor fans. Listen to this guy. It's a wrestling work. You have won exactly one like fight Monday Night Raw. since Barack Obama was president. Oh, this guy's we want to know why should anyone expect anything Jeez different on Saturday? It's one more, it's Look, one more fight I won that your little <laughs> sissy ass, your little funny part. Why should we expect? <laughs> That's a work. I just messaged John Morgan. I want to know who that guy is now since he's right next to him. I'm sure John wanted to figure out who it was too. So hopefully he texts me back in the next few minutes. We'll have an answer for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. John Morgan's a good guy. He does a good job. And look at his face. You know, see, look at his face, bro. Look at Morgan's face. I thought that was strange too. That Morgan doesn't go like, oh my God. Like, dude, that's unheard of what that guy just did in a press conference. You know, you can sort of say, so, hey, you know, Connor, you know, you're two and five in your last seven fights, taking away the Mayweather fight, etc. You know what I mean? You come in with a line, oh, you haven't won Barack Obama one fight. He knocked you into a time where time didn't exist. Why, Connor? Connor? The guy has better, he's got better mic skills than Roman Reigns does. <laughs> this guy is a pro. He's an actor. I can't believe this is what we've come to. He's an actor. There's no way that was real. Show me who this guy is on Twitter. So what, no one knows who this MMA guy is on Twitter? Not one person goes, oh, yeah, that guy's the host of that podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the guy from Minneapolis there, the, the, the controversial guy. No, 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 no. Guy shows up out of nowhere in a pink suit. Come on. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's what we've arrived at, huh? So I wanted to say, too, so what, they've stripped Nagan with a belt? So that we're going to believe, so what, Cyril Gan is fighting uh, Derek Lewis now for the belt? Is that what they're doing? That, like, they didn't strip him, Gabe. I thought, I thought they what? just made an interim title shot. Ah! Ah, dude. Belt. That's worse than wrestling, Matthias. I don't buy it. I'm done. I can't. I can't. I'm not doing this game. I'm not, I'm not playing that game. Their muscles because Ngannou didn't want to take the fight so quickly. Oh, so, so okay, yeah, interim. Make an interim belt. It's a bunch of crap. He's still the champion, but they're just trying to spit in his face. Saying, you know what? Enjoy that. It's a fake belt. That's how I got in. That's how I pissed the UFC off a few years ago by saying that Conor McGregor's interim thing was fake. But come on, guys. Like, you know what I mean? No one even cares about the belts. The fighters don't. Poirier would rather fight for money than a belt. Like, but have a little bit of, like, you know, have a little bit of, like, I don't know, like, pride about the strap. You know what I'm saying? It's not like, like, honestly, like, seriously. Like, the intercontinental belt, like, exchanges hands less. Like, wrestling, like, Vince McMahon has more pride for a fake belt than these guys do a real, real belt. It's, I don't know, it's, 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 it's just wrong to me. So, uh, love the sport, but, you know, this wrestling stuff's over the top, man. <laughs> so... Uh, so this is so he did an interview, did an interview with um, and shout out to MMA Junkie actually where John Morgan works. Uh, MMA Junkie, they put the you know, they they took the noteworthy comments from Connor and Stephen A. Smith uh, 
So he said, am I the hungry lion I once was? Maybe not. It's certainly different, but now I'm the fat cat. I'm the fat cat pulling the strings around here, and I'm even more dangerous. No, no, you're not. He says, Dustin Poirier acted shady after the last fight. I don't know what the hell that means. Says the reason that he lost. Oh, this is good, too. Connor says that he's 19-1. and one. He doesn't count any decision or any tap out. That only getting knocked out counts. Blah, blah. Khabib's scared of him. He's the best ever. Blah, blah, blah. Poirier's going to beat him, guys. Poirier's going to beat him again. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. can listen too much to us. I mean, it's possible. Get to know your family again. Did you know your wife cries herself to sleep every night? That's what she told us. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. Well, we've got a couple of minutes, man. Flew by. we got the Friday Night Free Show tomorrow, though. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, get into the soccer, like, for real tomorrow night. Uh, NBA, we know what happened. Uh, obviously, Phoenix are up two games to none. I want to get to this, though, and I brought it up. I said, look, Tom Brady goes to Tampa. They have made the playoffs in, like, you know, forever. They win the Super Bowl. Tampa Bay Lightning won the Stanley Cup last year, right? So they win. They go back to back. Tampa Bay wins again, right? Now, this is, this is crazy. This goes back to where Tom Brady has lived since he's a kid. <laughs> where Tom Brady lives. So he grew up 1977. From 1977 until 1994, he lived in San Francisco. All right? The uh, San Francisco 49ers uh, won um, four Super Bowls, and the Raiders won one in the Bay Area, where he's from. So five Super Bowls. Oakland won the World Series. Six championships. He then went to the University of Michigan where he won a national championship, and the Detroit Red Wings won four Stanley Cups while he lived in Ann Arbor, all right? He then moved to Boston, where he won a million Super Bowls. The Red Sox broke the curse, won three, uh, four World Series championships. The Celtics won uh, the title. Boston uh, won the Stanley Cup. And now he goes to Tampa, Tampa wins the Stanley Cup twice. The Rays go to the World Series, and uh, and the Buccaneers win. Every city Tom Brady has been in, the teams are winning. Like well, at least one team is like, talk about being a winner. Not only is he a winner, wherever he goes, team wins. <laughs> like, like you know, I mean, he's a kid. He grows up. He was a season ticket holder watching Montana. He, he moved, goes to play for Michigan. The Red Wings are dominant. He goes to Boston, part of the greatest Boston sports uh, run in the history of their great city of sports tradition. He moves to Tampa, and suddenly it's the city of champions. Son of a bitch, huh? I used to like him, too, when he was on Michigan. 
He was a backup on the championship team to Brian Greasy. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. We do this 24 hours a day, working hard to bring you the news you can use. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.